Welcome to Sober Doc Coffee, a weekly coffee chat sharing experience, strength, and hope for anyone on the sober road to recovery. You can download Sober Doc Coffee weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at Sober Coffee Podcast and on Twitter at Sober Coffee Pod. To learn more about us and to help support these sessions, visit online at Sober Coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys on their own path to recovery, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. Good morning. We're, hey, we're back at the coffee shop. Man, I love being back at the coffee shop. How you doing, brother? We got some coffees here this morning? We got some coffees, man. I got the tall boy. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love being back at the coffee shop. You know, I just listened to our intake. I think that's what it's called. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, our own path to recovery. I saw mm-hmm. something this week about, you know, hiking the trail to the summit. And, and what they said, it's not about reaching the summit. It's about being on the trail. Mm. Well, you don't get to the summit if you don't get to the if you don't walk the trail, right? Right, but that's like our sober path. I don't think there is a summit, but um, there's some nice views along the way, right? And I, it's about you know daily living. I disagree. Really? Yeah, I I think I, I'm I'm at the summit every day, man. I mean, and I don't mean to overshoot it. I mean, look, yeah, but life that's happens. not the summit. The the summit, I guess, is when you. I don't know. When, I don't, but I w- I would suggest that. I'm at the summit, and tomorrow will be a new summit if I continue on the path. Well, that's how I say there's nice views along the way. Yeah, right. I love it. Because I get some great views. They, they might be mini summits, but, right. but I think what I'm saying is there's no destination. No, right. Right. There's a path, but there's, right. no, there's no finish line. Right. There's no picnic table at the end. Well, I guess at death. <laughs> which well, well that, just went, that just went dark. Yeah. <laughs> That's not what this episode's about, I don't think. <laughs> what is this episode about? I don't know. Hey, b- before we do that, a little housekeeping. Okay, you I love, love housekeeping, housekeeping. I yeah. Love, I love housekeeping. So, first of all, uh, appreciate, uh, just appreciate the feedback. Uh, it really, it, it's uh, it's remarkable. And maybe there's some bad reviews on the internet, but uh, about us, like from my mom, you <laughs> no, know, who says no, she I, wants wait, us. Wait, wait. I have to yeah. tell you this. So we've had 100% five stars, and somebody gave us four stars. I don't know who it is or what they said. I, I don't know. All I, all I know is there's one four-star. That was probably Brian. Thanks, yeah, Brian. Brian, our Bertista. I, I mean, nobody likes it. Everybody can't love everything. No, right? just ask so my wife. I, but, but I'm, sho- <laughs> but I'm shocked <laughs> that there's a four-star. I thought there'd be some two stars or three stars. Yeah, it's right? probably our wives. But we, we the, the reviews help us share the message. Right. Helps you know the message be relevant, I guess. Yeah. And it's kind of tricky because, you know, you, you don't want to post your last name if you're all about that, and I get that. But anyway, uh, just the feedback we get, you get from Instagram and, and the other social media sites we're on and, and the emails that we get and and people uh, signing up for our our uh, communication, our, that list is growing. Our, we have like a we have a community. I don't know where we're going to go with it, but we've got a community of a bunch of people that are kind of plugged into us now via the email uh, distribution list, which is great. So here's a crazy thing. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, well, I, crazy thing is the fact that we're sitting here. At a coffee shop, sober, sober. on a Saturday morning. At 6 a.m. That's, a, that's kind at of a, 6 cra- that's a crazy little thing. There were many Saturday mornings at 6 a.m. I was not sober. There right. were years of that shit. Right. Um, so he, so here, here's a couple things. Number one is we're becoming binge-worthy. Oh. So believe it or not, the you know back in the old Lay's potato chips, you can't just eat. You can't eat just one. You're old. 
you know, what we're hearing and, and what we're seeing on the numbers, you can't listen to just one episode. No, right. Right? You, you start listening to one, and then all of a sudden you listen to three. Well, you know, because the challenge is you can only get so much in in a half hour, you know. and Right. So we just— But like a Joe Rogan does three-hour, four-hour sessions, and, and that's not us. No, no. Who would listen to us Sorry, for three man, or four hours? I'm drinking my coffee. I'm drinking my coffee. Yeah. So, so one is binge, yeah. and I forgot what the other point was. Yeah. So, yeah, just keep keep the comments coming back because it helps shape the show. The last thing I'll leave you with before we dive into the topic is, um, you know, look, we we love having people on. We're you know, you'll you'll notice that we have guests and those guests come on because we establish a relationship with them online and we say, wow, we'd love to share your story. So, um, you know, reach out to us if you got a story to tell. We'll we'll uh, we'll see if we get you get you to join us at the coffee shop. Yeah, so thanks for the reviews. Thanks for checking in. It's always great to connect. And, and, you know, frankly, I think a lot of our shows are shaped off of content that people out there are looking for. That's right, right. You know, so it's kind of a self-perpetuating cycle. So topic today. Oh, that was a big word right there. I know, totally. Yeah, I'm going to Google. I'm going to GPT that. So um, we've, we've got some video going on here in the studio. I'm distracted on how handsome Mike is. He's handsome and funny. Oh, yeah, right. That's why I've got a face made for audio. For, for podcast. <laughs> That's right. So topic today. Um, so last night uh, before coffee, we had a we had an open slot, and I said, you got a topic idea. And, uh, you know, right away I get the, I get the response. And um, I, I looked at it, and I said, and I think I responded to you, and I'll, I'll share my response to you later. But, um, yeah, I, I love today's topic. I'm going to let you kind of introduce it a little bit because, because I think it's, it's relevant. I, I think people are asking the question. Okay, so behind the counter, there are, there are episodes where we are prepared, where we walk in and we have, Mikey's got seven pages of notes and they're <laughs> highlighted and underlined. And, and there are times when, um, in fact, I'm going to take a picture of this right now, just, <laughs> just, just because I can. There are times when there is nothing on the page. And this is, <laughs> this is one of those times. So um, our topic today is success in AA. Alcoholics Anonymous, or um, the success of AA, whichever one you want to do, right? I like it. And and let me set this up a little bit. So it's funny because we you know we've always said we should have like a hot mic before the show, and I think you know just off the top of my head, I rattled off you know kind of my my feelings on this. And I almost feel like I did on the California sober episode. <laughs> feel. I feel a little passionate. Um, so here's what happened. This week, we, you know, we have a lot of people in our community we connect with, you know, a lot of brothers and sisters, and you know, we, we, we really love them. And, and, and there's a brother that we have that we've, I've known for several years, and he dropped in this, this uh, link, you know, I guess, to a, to a white paper or a case study or whatever you want to call it, right? that talked about the success of Alcoholics Anonymous, right? And it was by one of these big sober institutions that makes a ton of money off of uh, people in the sober past. And, you know, they, they paid a lot of money to figure this out, right? A lot of, quote-unquote, 
supposed brains that that wrote out this thing, right? They didn't. And, a- they didn't ask me. Well, because you're the looks and, <laughs> and the humor. That's why. Um, so he, um, so you know, he, he sends this, and I clicked on it, and and I could tell that it was, you know, forty pages of just absolute bullshit, and and I didn't read it, but I just glanced at it, and then I closed it out, and I shot back in the text. I'm like. I've got it figured out. I, I've got what the success rate can be in Alcoholics Anonymous. So I'm like, hey, let's sit down and just chat through success rates because there are people that want to know, right? There are people that want to know, um, you know, hey, there's a lot of options out there on the sober path, right? And, and we've had, what, eight on roughly? Right. And everyone thinks theirs works the best, mm-hmm. right? Um you know, so so let's just chat through and just be. Let's just have a candid conversation about it, and you know, see how you feel. Yeah, you know, I I love the topic because I asked the question coming in. I mean, when I when I I when I came out of Rose um, by rehab, when I came out of my rehab, I uh, when I was in rehab, I, I was uncertain what the path was going to be, and I did some googling. Um, and because I wanted to know the good, bad, bad, and ugly, you know, I wanted to see those bad reviews. You know, I, I wanted to see, hear the other side. I wanted to, I just wanted to know that I was plugging into something that had a track record of success. And for me, I found it hard to find. Um, <laughs> that was a weird sentence structure. Um, but I found it hard to find. You're not grammatically correct. Yeah, right. Um, and and I, I read some great things. I read some bad things and that was then that was in 2018 there's so much more data out there i'm sorry so much more content out there about aa and its success rates but here's here's where i'd like to start with is that you know it's an anonymous program they don't survey the membership they don't there's in in the big book of alcoholics anonymous they reference success rates but that was in 1930s and that was a sampling of 100 people or more whatever i'm just make it up a number, but it wasn't a very big sampling. Um, so it's it's challenging to find core data set. And you're a numbers guy, Glenn, and you love numbers. I am totally a numbers guy. Yeah, and and I know statistical relevance. So so let me just can can I give you my baseline? Yeah, please. One hundred percent of the statistics that you read about Alcoholics Anonymous and sobriety and recovery are bullshit. Okay. Is that a factual statement there? Is it? Yes. Okay. Because, and, and first of all, that's my experience, so, yes. so I have a little oomph behind that. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you where, where my stats started. So my first rehab was 2003, it was at this place in Laguna Beach. I picked it because of all its posh, and, and they were going to massage me every hour and whatever. And I had a you know, private chef to cook whatever I wanted. And, and you know, that's what I thought recovery was about. I went to a flop house. Either and, way. Well, I've been to flop houses. So trust me, I've been to, you know, up and down the scale. But um, just as my alcoholism deteriorated, so <laughs> the quality of my, <laughs> my uh, rehabs. So... On the website, I can remember this plain as day. On the website, they had on the landing page, 
they touted a 95% success rate. Oh, bingo. I'm in. And I can tell you, I don't even know what that number means. And, and that's what I mean by the, the stats are 100% bullshit because right. people spin the numbers to feed a marketing line. Right. Period. End of story. Period. So they're 95%, which they defined it because I pushed them on it. They defined it as the people that go through their 28-day program, 95% are sober and don't drink or use during that program. <laughs> which, during that, the program. Right. During the 28-day. That's how they defined it. Right. Which was bullshit because half of the people in the program relapsed while they were in the program while wow. I was there. Wow. So that's already... So what, did they, what, did they have an open bar there? Yeah. <sighs> No, they had drug dealers that came. Oh yeah, sure. They, we, they had a they they had a Hollywood person there, and and she had a drug dealer that would come, wow. and it would just spread around. I mean, it was right. terrible. Right. So while I so in, in so order, that's your baseline. The baseline is well, don't buy wrong. it. Yeah, don't buy into it. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's for marketing, right? And then, you know, I mean, I'm just going to read a couple here. You know, I'm I'm online. I'm off the cuff, so it's going to be you know terrible, but. Um. Yeah, you know, so I just Googled success rate of AA and, and you know, there's, you know, 5,000 people, right, to come back. You know, here's one. 33% of its members have been sober for more than 10 years. 12% have been abstinent for 5 to 10 now, years. How do they know 24% that? 24% were sober for 1 to 5 years. 31% have been sober for less than a year. Please, what's the source on that? I mean, what's the source on that? That's what I'm saying. That? I am saying this is Sunshine Behavioral Health. Oh, Jiminy. Um, what is the failure Oops, rate? I'm sorry. That was kind of bad. We just dissed somebody. I'm our bad. But, but is it our bad if it's true? Right. Is it? Yeah, right. Good point. I don't know. I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be nasty. You're, you're giving me a look like I'm being nasty. <laughs> you know, I'm just telling I you. I just called them out. I know. Um, I mean, every one of the every one of the big addiction centers and recovery centers have a page about right. success rate. Yep. Um, you know, and and so, you know, I I just here's what clicked for me. You know, because because here's I I feed into what you're saying that how do they know? Right, right. I'm connected to a sober living environment in Chicago. It's one of the best around. Arcosa, ding, 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 ding. The best around, right? And and I know that he can't follow everybody. He doesn't doesn't keep track of everybody. Right. It's not like these centers put chips in people and and monitor. So the first thing I will say is the success rates that are that are quote unquote supposedly monitored and measured only based on the honesty of people. Right. And and the trackability. Right. And su- Exactly. And the surprising thing is there have been one or two people who have relapsed and have lied about it. And, and they have said, I have not relapsed. Right. Well, they have relapsed. Right. One, maybe two people. You're just saying the data is flawed. The data is flawed. Right. So the numbers that people give are bullshit. And I am willing to go one-on-one because I do know numbers. I'm willing to sit down and go one-on-one with anybody right. on the numbers that they purport or report mm-hmm. to be fact. Right. So I, I do love the big book, and I honor the big book, and they have some stats in there, but that was based, that like was you based said, on them. Yeah, that was 80 a, years ago based right. on a very small population right, right. And, and not how it is today. So 
So, so there. Or, I mean, I'm not sure if you're you're buying in that that all this shit on the no, internet is bullshit. Oh, abso- absolutely, positively. Okay. There's just no way to there's no way to quantify it. Right. So our purpose here is not just to outline bullshit. Right. It, it's because that's easy. But let's talk about what is real. Right. With the success rates of Alcoholics Anonymous. Can right? I can I jump in? Absolutely. Okay. Jump in the pool. So you threw the topic out there last night at uh, at. No, yesterday at 3.14 in the afternoon, and I said back to you, I said, I like the success rate, period. It has worked 100% of the time for me. Mm -hmm. Now, my story, for those that didn't go back and listen to it, and even I don't want to do that, um, you know, I'm a one-timer. I love your story. Yeah, I'm a one-timer. I mean, I mean. That's rare. So, yeah. I, I came into this. I came into this thing, and relapse has not been part of my story. As a matter of fact, there's one line I'd like to throw out there, and came from a gentleman by the name of Tom Morgan, and he won't mind using his last name. He was an old, uh, an old timer at, at the rehab, and uh, his his mantra: relapse is not an option. Relapse is not an option, and I something about that beat held heavy inside my heart take it off the table it's like when we went to when we first got married we went to a class they said never talk about divorce don't bring that up right right divorce is not up so you don't even bring it up topically so you know i relapse was not an option for me here's the thing i have followed the program and i am sober for over 1600 days i'm a hundred percent success rate with this program. So so let's um first of all I love that. Congratulations. I was not as fortunate to have it, you know, hit and stick. No, I uh, look I, I was a yo yo a- relapse king or, no, or whatever. No. But I heard last night on social media and this absolute fucking pisses me off when people say, Oh, relapse is okay. It's part of the program. And and last night, you know, and, and hey, I usually I will tell you when I represent the show Meaning when I'm commenting on our right. our accounts, mm-hmm. I behave. Right. <laughs> but I have an anonymous TikTok. And and when I respond, I watch where I respond from. And mm-hmm. and I, I I behave. But I was on TikTok last night and I got a lot of sober stuff on TikTok and this guy was going off about so soft on relapse and he was going off saying hey relapse doesn't define you and i said you're a fucking idiot you tell that to the dead people who have relapsed thank you because you know what relapse defined them when they were laying in the coffin and people from AA and from elsewhere were coming to visit them. Yeah, wow. So I take relapse very seriously. Yes. I used to coddle people, and, and, and I've done relapse prevention, and I have a fire alarm. I have a big, bright red fire alarm that goes off during the presentation because relapse is very serious. Mm-hmm. And if you don't think death from relapse defines you, you're an idiot. Oh, wow. Powerful, powerful. Now, let me say some other things. Um, so, so I love that relapse is not an option. Uh, for me, I mean, I just didn't have tools. I couldn't find the tools, and I just kept relapsing. I kept trying. I kept trying half-ass, right? So, so one thing that, that I will say is that I am with you. When I surrendered and worked the steps of AA, 
I have a 100% success rate. There is no better program out there. I've tried most of them. You know, I haven't tried the ayahuasca or whatever that shit is, but I have tried a lot of the programs, and AA is the only thing that's worked for me. I've tried all the meds. You name it. I've tried it. AA and surrendering and working the program of AA is the only thing that worked for, for me. If you go back to listen to my story, I was a piece of crap. My, my life, I didn't know what to do next. Right. And, and, you know, your story dictates the fact that or reflects the fact that, you know, you tried everything. You tried the PhDs. You tried the you tried everything. So, you know, my story is I didn't try everything. Right. Your story is you tried everything. You you have much more of a deep foundation of understanding of what the options are. And what I know is that my program didn't work for me. That's what I tried for 46 years was to quit drinking on my own, you know. And, again, I go back to it. It has worked 100% of the time for me. So we had a guest and, and you know, a couple things. You know, this, this session, this episode could go for two hours. But had a guy in here on our studio. Go back and listen to it, Dr. John. And and. And he's informed. I would say Dr. John's informed in two ways. Mm-hmm. He's informed by well, three ways. One, he's informed by book knowledge mm-hmm. and certifications and the mm-hmm. DR and all that stuff. Second is um, he's a member of Alcoholics Anonymous. So he's informed that way, living the program and living sobriety. Mm-hmm. Um, and I forget what the third one. Oh, it's, you know, action, right? right. It. It's what he does, right. right? So he, I'm not sure if you could have a more informed person sitting in that chair who was on our episode. Mm-hmm. And he's just got a great way of looking at things. And I remember doing one of our episodes. I said to him, I'm like, Dr. John, we're hearing from people in our community, and, and we love them. And we don't argue with people. You know, I mean, if, you know, if somebody says, hey, jumping off this building is the best way for me to reach sobriety, mm-hmm. like, okay. You'll be sober till you hit the ground. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, okay. Yeah, right? I mean, that's what people do. I'm a, I and we don't fight with people, right? We're like, okay. Right. You know, hey, if that's your way, you think right. you're going to get sober, then right. see you at the bottom. Right. Right. So, so, but I asked them. I'm like, Dr. John, we hear from a lot of people that say AA doesn't work. Um, and and I, I said, can you respond to that? And he paused. And he said, you know, I think people that say that haven't surrendered and haven't worked the program. Right. Period. End of sentence. There wasn't. A, what do you say after that? Right. It's like it's it's like I was arguing the fact, or put a different way, it could be argued. You're, you're arguing the fact instead of getting in the pool, you're standing on the side of the pool saying, "Well, hold on a second. You know, maybe this isn't going to. Maybe I'm not going to do this. Maybe I'm not going to do that. You got to get in. You got to get all in. I mean, oh, no, check that. I had to get all in. Well, okay, so. Here's my response, right? Back to that guy this week that dropped in that big scientific study, mm-hmm. right? And I kind of mocked that because I think it's all bullshit. Right, sure. and, and I'm willing to sit down and have a discussion with anybody who wants to have a discussion on their validity of their stats. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not just saying this in hiding. I'm saying it and saying I'm willing to sit down at the table and have a discussion. But my instant knee-jerk reaction, which really hit the core of my soul in that moment, was somebody's 
my, and I also say somebody's, level of success on the path of Alcoholics Anonymous is directly correlated to their amount of surrender and working the program, yep. meaning how they put priority on the program. Right. If somebody dabbles, goes when they feel like it, right? Right. Changes the words of the book. Right. I'm not going to that meeting because, oh, I don't like the people there. Right. Or, oh, I'm not going to that meeting because I don't like the topic. You're just getting in the way of yeah, your own absolutely success. Right. And you are not going to succeed at the level that you could if you surrendered and worked the steps of the program. So now I know we use a lot of words. Mm-hmm. We, we, we do. And, and it's funny because there's some words even today that I cannot define for myself, mm-hmm. like happiness. Mm-hmm. I, I just can't define. I, I don't have the ability to define that. So I think we should do is to do people a service and define. For me, when I use the word surrender, I have a very clear definition of that because I define it as, Mike, I will do anything you tell me to do. I just cannot take another drink. Yeah. And I said that. And, and, and so, you know, and, and what that means is anything. If you tell me to go to 90 meetings in 90 days, I, I can't say, you know, I can't say, well, oh, Mike, I'm busy. Right. I can't fit it in. Right, you, you can't do that, and then, and then say, "Oh, AA doesn't work." Right, right. Or you can't say with your mentality, "Well, okay, I'm going to go to AA, but I'm going to smoke weed, right. you know, or I'm going to do all bunch of meds, and I'm going to take my benzos." I mean, benzos and booze is like one molecule difference. Right. I mean, there's no difference. I mean, if you're taking a ben- bunch of benzos, I'm just saying, in, in my mind, my non-medical whatever mind, and I've done it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sober. Right. Right, so I, I really think, and it, it hit when that guy sent that big scientific study. The first thing I said is that's bullshit. Second thing I said is it just clicked that your success on the path of recovery and NAA is directly correlated with the amount and level that you have surrendered and placed priority on working the steps of AA. I love it, I- and, and and I've seen it in my own life. I've seen it in your life. I've seen it in other people's lives where you're committed. Mm-hmm. You've surrendered, and you are committed to working the steps of AA, especially now the 12-step helping others. Right, right. And so I would say you have a very good level of success in your sobriety. Right. Well, can I throw out a stat? Do you mind? No. 100% of the people in this coffee shop are sober because of Alcoholics Anonymous. Absolutely. That's a good success rate. Yeah, I love it. And and guess what? Nobody can argue that. Nope. It works if you work it. That is statistically viable. Nobody can argue that. They may not like it. It may not have worked for them, but I'm telling you, if you serve, just like Dr. John said, because he, what he said clicked, and he said it very matter-of-fact, but very factually, he goes, it's because they haven't surrendered to work the program of Alcoholics Anonymous. They, they might have thought they did. And I'm telling you, when I connect with people on social media and they hate AA and they, I mean, they are absolute egomaniacs that, 
you know, they just want to keep doing, they want to build their world of sobriety, not the world of sobriety. And I hope they don't find themselves at the intersection of life and death. <laughs> like the guy that says, hey, relapse doesn't define you. The fuck it doesn't. Amen. Sorry I used Love the this coffee. Again. Sorry I used the effort. Again, I used it a couple of times. I haven't used it in a while, brother. Good stuff, man. It was it was emphatically placed. All right, so question. Yes. As, as we end up. Yeah. Is AA successful? For me, yes. And yep. if you follow the path, the book says rarely have we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our path. And I would say for me, yes. And for others who surrender and work the steps of AA. There is hope. Boom. Love you, man. There is a solution. Yes. Love you. Thanks for joining us for today's Coffee Chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at sober.coffee. If you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their own journey on the path to recovery. Any suggestions, medical or otherwise, are their own experiences and should not be viewed as professional advice. See you next week, and remember, there is a solution.